Hello everyone and welcome to episode 21 of In Bed with Shauna. In this episode, I vent about a family issue, talk about cougars versus sugar daddies, who's the least likely to cheat, and sluts and self-respect. I also answer some of your questions. As always, if you are related to me or know me in my personal life and I do not already talk to you about my sex life, please leave. This is not the space for you. All right, let's get into it. Before we get into the topics of this episode, I just wanted to address something that uh, has recently been brought to my attention. Apparently, there are some members of my mother's side of the family who have come across my Instagram and decided it would be best to be offended by it and go talk about me behind my back to my mother and act like this is out of character for me. Um, They have said that I'm man bashing and that I'm being inappropriate as a mother and this this is all coming out of nowhere. Well, okay. First of all, And I don't know if they're listening to the podcast or not. I would hope not. That is why I include that in the beginning of almost every episode. I say that if you're related to me, you should leave because I am talking about sensitive information here and I don't think I would feel comfortable listening to a close family member talk about their sex lives. It's a little on the creepy side, so... Um, I'm hoping that they're taking my advice and not listening, but considering that they're prying around and talking smack about me behind my back, I kind of think they are listening. I don't know. If they are, they're creepy. But I just want to address these things. In case that I come across that way to anyone, I'm assuming if you actually follow what I do and what I talk about you know the truth but just in case let's I just want to clarify that um as far as man bashing it's quite the opposite actually um I've made many statements about how basically yes men lie and men cheat but it's the women who take things too personally when yes some guys some people are just bad people and they don't care about other people's feelings and they lie and they cheat and they steal and they do all of these things but sometimes men do things because they see the world differently than women do in a less emotional and a more physical way and women take it personally because they see the world in an emotional way that's just the way it is and a lot of the things I do I am defending men and most of my followers are men and all of the people, well not all, most of the people that I speak to in my DMs and answer questions for are guys, usually young guys with insecurities about things that I spend my time building up and making feel better about themselves, their sexualities and their bodies. So I don't know how that's man bashing. Okay. Number two, inappropriateness as a mother. Um, okay, I didn't know I wasn't allowed to have a sexuality, be a sexual person, or have a sexual opinion about anything after I became a mother. I'm supposed to dress like a nun and never utter utter an inappropriate word. I don't think so. That's not who I am. My kids know that. They have been raised this way from day one, and I will tell you right now, they are way more educated on these topics than any children their age. Education is power, my friends. I'm sorry that we do not live in the 1950s, okay? And as for this coming out of nowhere, 
probably not. I have been obsessed with anything sexual from the time I was freaking born. Like, I have always been drawn to those kind of topics, shows, movies, magazines, books, anything. Always. It is definitely part of my nature. And the fact that people related to me see this as coming out of nowhere means that they didn't ever really know me and take the time to get to know me. But it also means that I'm not showing up to Thanksgiving talking about tips on giving oral sex. Like, who would do that? It's not the appropriate venue for that. So why would you know that side of me? You know that side of me now because you're creeping around, sticking your nose where it doesn't belong. So I'm just super irritated about that and I just, I had to get it off my chest. So now we can move on. Okay, so first off, I wanted to talk about the double standard that there is between cougars, so older women being with younger men, and then like a sugar daddy situation with an older man with a younger woman, and how that's looked up, looked on. It's looked on as normal and okay unless the girl's of a certain age. If she's too young, then all of a sudden the guy is a predator. So I think we have a couple of different situations going on here and and I have some clips from a podcast that I listened to uh, called Sex and Society and they're mostly focusing on female teachers going after their younger students and talking about that and I wanted to give a little bit of commentary on that because I found some of the things they said kind of offensive as someone who does like younger men but I do want to be clear that there is a difference between between let's say for boys there's a difference between somebody that's 18 or almost 18 um and somebody who's 15 there's also a difference between a sexual relationship and an actual like committed relationship where you're dating and things um just as there's a difference between let's say a 13 year 30 year old man and a 17 year old girl would be creepy right but a 40-year-old man and a 20-year-old girl, it's looked at a little bit differently. So I think we have to take that into account. How old is the younger person? Are they being preyed upon, basically, is, is the question. What is everybody getting out of the relationship? What are the power dynamics? It's a very, it's a very gray area, unless, obviously, if the person is like, I would say under 17. 17 is like borderline. It's not okay. It's illegal. It's not okay. I would never be with somebody under 18. I'm just saying that it's it's very close. It becomes gray. Anything before that, I think you're getting into some shady territory. But, and you know, I, I have been with younger guys. I've been with older guys. I've been the younger woman. I've been the older woman. And I was in a relationship, an inappropriate relationship, when I was 16 with someone much, much older. So I have kind of seen all angles of this. And I think that, like I said, the power dynamics and what someone's getting out of the relationship is is really what it's about. And I think there's a difference with an older woman and a younger guy because... They're both at their sexual peak. So I think like if they're just having a sexual relationship, I think that it's because they're both getting out of it what they want. You know, the young guy is healthy and young and attractive and and so obviously, you know, attractive to the, the older woman and the older woman is probably attractive and sexually experienced and knows what she wants and doesn't and is emotionally mature and not doing the things that younger girls are so they are appealing to the younger man and they're both having a satisfying relationship out of it um I think that if you're having an actual like committed relationship with someone very young if you're 30 let's say and they're 18 eh, I don't know I mean it could work out but 
it's 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 iffy okay it's iffy but when it's a man a girl is looking for something else a guy is looking for sex and the girls usually if they're young are not they're usually i'm not saying never okay not never but usually girls are looking for something else could be a myriad of things so that's what i'm thinking the double standard comes from is just power dynamics in the exchange in the relationship of who's getting what i mean as a matter of fact i know someone an older man in his 60s who's dating a woman in her 30s but really the predator in the relationship is the girl because she's basically gold digging so it like i said gray area you just never know it depends on the situation and the people involved so let's just take a listen to these clips and i want to just say a few things they gone <laughs> because people get drawn apart i mean a friend of mine his younger brother when he was i don't know 15 16 we knew that he was banging his 24 year old really hot teacher and um we were kind of envious of it we were kind of like how did that happen we were also like there's something wrong with her it was it was sort of everything because she was attractive so she's like why does she need to to do that right and that's need is probably the wrong word but that's the question that we ask there must be something wrong that she needs somebody who she in some level is a superior to who's you know because she's a teacher and you know right it was troubled so so i was looking at pictures of a, a lot of these teachers who um you know who have been caught with their students and some of them it looks like hey they really don't have any options but some of them like hey she's pretty hot i think there was a cheerleader uh, a former cheerleader smoking who was caught with her student yeah the one in cincinnati yeah, yeah. she was a Bengals Bengal. cheerleader. yeah yeah and and so i don't for them i don't really think it's about the need like they can't get it anywhere else there is some psychological thing maybe they maybe they like the control maybe they like the innocence i was reading the psychology of of these sort of affairs. And I think that a lot of teachers are attracted to the idealism and the innocence of youth. Well, a little bit is they think that they can emotionally control the situation. That happens a lot of time with any situation where it's older woman, younger man. It's about conquest for him and it's about control for her. And she thinks because he's innocent or because it's just a fun thing or because I won't get hurt. And inevitably, most people do get hurt right. somehow anyway. Right. Um, so that is sort of rapey. And if it's about control, then, you know, maybe, maybe they do need the to term, get it. <laughs> sort of rapey? So, yeah, that's the term today. That's what you know, is that a, is that. Okay. I want to say that I totally disagree with that whole situation. I don't think, first of all, if the teachers were not attractive, that does not mean that they don't have other options. Men are everywhere trying to get some doesn't matter what you look like you can find a man to take care of your needs okay that's that's stupid for her to even have said that and control and like i don't i don't okay here here's the deal so i have been with uh younger guys you know, when I was 30, I was with an 18-year-old. Um, more recently, I was with a 23-year-old. Uh, so, I ha and I've been with guys in their late 50s, early 60s. So... I've kind of, I've been the younger woman and I've been the older woman and I have never been attracted to a younger guy because I thought I could control him or because I needed it out of desperation or anything like that. It was completely purely physical on all accounts. I think the one, he who we don't speak of, I did get feelings for him that I did not intend. I mean, those 
that just smacked me upside the head like the next day I don't even know what that was about that was just weird a weird situation I was clearly lost my damn mind but I didn't go into that looking for a relationship and I definitely would not go looking for a relationship with a very young guy Uh, it's just I don't know really why you would so maybe that's the difference Um, because being in a relationship with somebody that young would seem odd to me but a sexual relationship I mean guys that age are like dying to have sex with as many people as possible so I mean you know and women peak at an older age so it's like your sexual peaks are matching up and I think everybody's kind of getting what they want out of the situation and that's why it's uh, a little bit different when it's an older man and a younger woman because the sex the sexual peakness I guess doesn't match up but yeah I've never they're just hot I find them attractive it's not um, it's not like because I think they won't hurt me if you catch feelings you're gonna get hurt they're more dangerous actually because they're definitely not gonna stick around so it seems almost more risky emotionally to get involved with a younger guy second marriage were both two professors um, and both were significantly older than her I think her first husband was 20 years older than her but at the time she was 18 or older so but aside from the what we talked about the control and all that kind of stuff the need to go younger on either side of it is disturbing to me whether whether you want to get into the legalities of it or whatever it, it there's something yeah if you're flawed if, at, at best flawed in your thinking and at worst really perverse in your thinking that you want something you can mold manipulate innocent won't won't argue that you can control there's a lot going on versus he's just a hot 15 year old or vice versa mm-hmm. speaking of hot 15 year olds <laughs> I uh, was living in Arizona at the time. I had my best girlfriend from high school came out to visit me. We were 17, okay? And one of my neighbors was 15, and he was hot. And I didn't do anything. In fact, my mother warned me. It's like, hey, don't mess with him. You can get in a lot of trouble with that. But my girlfriend didn't care, and she ended up giving him a BJ in a hot tub. And uh, she wasn't caught, but she also wasn't a teacher and one of the lucky ones. Um, she didn't have as much to lose. I think when you have a career Wait, to lose. Wait, but if she's 17, he's 15. Is yeah, that okay? But it was still illegal. It's still illegal. For two 15-year-olds, is I, that illegal? Oh, I'm sorry. What? What? No, I'm sorry. 19. 19. So she was 19, he was 15? 19, 15. And it's only four years difference, but it's illegal because he wasn't 18 yet and she was. Yeah, I think there's something messed up with this. She should have gone and uh, gotten a 21-year-old in a hot tub. I think. Uh, she could have, but he was there. Well, can't she get a hobby? <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe that's what it is. And also with the teachers and students, I think that there's a relationship that develops over time. You actually you get to know someone. Unlike the guy at the pool, the 26-year-old at the pool who thought I was 14 and wanted to hang out with me. Um, I'm sure he would have. Oh, that's so creepy. Is, you there, know, is there, there still, is there a bit of the, and I don't know if this actually happens, maybe it's the Florence Nightingale syndrome or whatever, the nurse creates a bond with the patient i don't know if that legitimately happens but that's a thing where you work together yeah whether it's director actress teacher student coach people any of these kind of things there's a intimate uh bond there, there between sense. two people and if two people feel the connection the problem with that is you're leaving it up to the judgment of what a you know then you're getting into priest altar boy and, and that's a bond. And you, that's just like at some point societally in America, we drew the line at 18. I don't know what the rules are in other countries. Is it 18 in every state? I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's 16 or 17. But other countries, I don't really know what it is in France. Well, you know, it doesn't matter if you know that you're going to lose everything. You could potentially lose everything and you could potentially traumatize someone, which I think probably happens more when it's a male teacher and a female student. Um 
then you just you shouldn't no matter how much of a bond you feel no matter how good looking they are or emotionally mature you think they are you just you just don't go there <laughs> well that's like that sick you louis ck joke and it's it, it almost seems weird i can't quote, quote louis ck anymore because of his old issue and you can't do that but he had the joke that knowing that you're going to have your life ruined and you still do it it must be awesome <laughs> Exactly. Well, there you go. Joke. Maybe that's it's the adrenaline rush. You know, I've certainly done plenty of things partially because of the adrenaline rush. So I get that. But I haven't. But I draw my line at children. I I had. But where do you draw your children line? That's the difference. You seemed like a 16 year old hot if it was legal. Like the reason you don't do it is because you think it's illegal. Maybe not now at this age. But at you some point, the legal stopped you. Mm-hmm. Not your their child stopped you. Well, so I'm I'm 38 now, and I don't even like the idea of being with someone in their 20s. It doesn't matter how adorable and sexy they are. Like I just no thanks. 30 plus for me, um, I don't have the desire to be with someone younger at all. But that's just I know that's not for everyone. Um, but so so it's easier for me, I guess. What if you say. had the desire now to be with somebody 74? Uh, with, with I've that, seen some hot 74. <laughs> I, I know that. So, it's, I mean, In for LA. you, it still comes down to hot. <laughs> yeah. So you can find young but hot, you can find old hot. But the 74-year-old the is experienced. I'm not going to traumatize somebody who's, who's significantly older than me because I'm guessing that they've had a lot more experience. They've, they, are, they are capable of coping with things. Nothing that I do with somebody older than me is going to be all, well, not nothing that I do, but probably. Nothing. It's not about them, though. I mean, it's kind of getting back to the thinking of what is the motivation that drives the behavior. Right. And if somebody's 25 and really just likes guys over 70, you know, I'm not judging, but I am judging. There's yeah. something amiss. There, there is. There is. What are they not getting from society? What are they not getting from their families? And how do we correct it? Are they mentally ill? Is it something that is that we can that we can take care of? Do we just need to change? What do we need to change so that this isn't even a topic? So that we can't make podcasts about well, I, I, <laughs> a surprising amount of, and even Mary Kay Letourneau, a surprising amount of these teachers are married. Yeah. Well, they're unhappy in their, in their marriages. So and what's going on with them? Why marriage? don't they have access to other teachers? Like, you figure that would be the first place to go. Right. Unless they think, well, the student's not going to say anything. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, now you, you know it's bad and you know something's going to happen to you and you know it. So to, to push that, maybe people, I mean, there's a cry for help. There's I want to get caught. There's a degree of perversion. I mean, there is a lot of these things that, you know. But most people look at the young guy, older chick as good job. And that's, I don't know how to get around that if we do think that. What do you think of the hypocrisy? You know, if you just reverse it and it's a young, a young female student and an older male teacher, is that, is that more of a crime? Yeah, I think it is because I think generally the male can be physically dominant. Yes. Uh, he could get her pregnant. He's more of a threat. He's well, more of a threat yeah. on some of it's. It's an yeah. intimidation factor. Okay, that's enough of that. I just, I don't know. I find this podcast episode like super offensive. I don't know if it's just because I like younger guys or what, but like they're unhappy in their marriage they have problems there's a perversion all this I get like if you're a teacher uh you shouldn't be doing that because you could lose your job like that's not worth it there I can see that there might be something going on like a little psychological problem happening and look I have come across young guys that are not legal who I find attractive but that doesn't mean I'm going to act on that um no and I'm not talking like children I'm talking older teenagers but um but no they're not legal and that's just how it is like I wouldn't risk and I'm not even a teacher but I'm not gonna risk like 
jail and sex offender status over a guy like no that's but I don't think that once I think okay (laughs) I put this I think that there's a difference between being attracted to an older teenager like over 15 I'd say um because they begin to look like an adult when they don't look like an adult that's a whole other weird creepy situation you know because then you're into something else but I think once you know girls start to look like women and boys start to look like men and you know they have healthy youthful features it's something that we're as humans are drawn to it's not more than that I can assure you you know, some, like I said, some people might have a psychological weird thing going on when you're a teacher and you're a student and you know that, you know, you could lose everything in your life and go to jail. Probably something's going on if you decide to move forward. I mean, why not just wait till they turn 18 and they're not your student anymore or whatever. It's not that long of a wait. But yeah, I just think that Youth is appealing to humans. We we find youth sexy. That's, I'm sorry if it creeps people out, but it is a true fact. And I think that, at least for me, like the only psychological thing I could think of why I like younger guys, I was trying to think like, what is fucked up about me that I would be into younger guys? But it's not like I'm not into older guys too, so I don't know. Maybe I'm just all kinds of weird. But um, is that maybe, and that's probably the same with older men, like I was saying, like it makes them feel younger. I feel like it's a way to kind of hold on to youth. Like you're trying to, you know, I guess you're still desirable if young guys want you. And just in that moment, you feel younger, I guess. Uh, That's the only thing I could figure. But yeah, I don't know. I I would really be interested to hear what you guys think, Uh, especially since I know I have a lot of younger guy listeners slash followers or whatever. Um, So message me and let me know what what your opinions are. I mean, is it creepy? Is the double standard? Like, do you get why there's a double standard? Because I definitely do. Um, And I was with a much older man when I was 16. He was 28. And I didn't think it was bad at the time. But looking back now, I get creeped out by it and pretty much disgusted by it. So But I don't think that, I've never heard of a teenage boy being traumatized by having sex with a young, older woman. Never heard of it. If you've heard of it, let me know that too. All right, let's move on to something else. Okay, I just wanted to take a few minutes and talk about PTSD from being cheated on. Because I definitely feel like I have that. And I see that in other people. And I think that everyone needs to realize the consequences of their actions, not only to themselves, but onto people who love them. Because I know for a fact, being cheated on so much has definitely messed up my mind forever. And my heart, really, you know, my ability, my ability to be intimate with other people on like an emotional level is definitely, definitely fucked up. So, but I think because I've just always, you know, I've always been interested in sexuality and then I was just super interested in cheating because, you know, you always hear, well, it just happened. I still love you. It didn't mean anything. You always hear that. You would ask why. I don't know. It just happened. And that's so frustrating as someone who's been cheated on to not get to know why. Because you want to blame yourself. What did you do that made that person do that? And 
you know, so I've done a lot of studying around the topic to come to the realization that it's not about you. It's about them. It's, they can still love you. This is, it's just a human nature thing that's happening. We want to act like we're not animals. I feel like we are conscious spiritual beings in animal bodies that are very strong-willed. They, our bodies are meant to reproduce. We are meant to eat, sleep, drink, and have sex. That's what our bodies were meant to do. And then we created all of these social constrictions around those things and get mad when people don't abide by them. Well, it's stupid. It's like telling a dog not to bark. Like, it's going to bark. It's a dog. Like, hello. So anyways, my point is, now I understand it, but I really wish I could help people who don't so much understand it. Because I I get where they're coming from and I get why they feel the way they do and why they're so freaking paranoid. But I think you have to realize that the way you think is skewed because of what has happened in your past and that you cannot judge a current relationship based on your previous relationships or what has happened to you. You need to judge that person on their behavior and what they have done. If you're dating someone who has a history of cheating with their other partners, then yeah, okay, you have a reason to be paranoid, I guess. Probably wouldn't be the best relationship to get into. But if you're dating someone who does not have a history of cheating and you're always on them and you're always paranoid about it, that's on you, not on them. You can't be judging them because of what you've experienced. You need to judge them on their behavior. The best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. I think Dr. Phil says that or somebody. And it's true. So not to say it's not going to happen, but it's less likely if you're picking someone who doesn't have a history of that situation. And you cannot impose your fucked up feelings and thoughts onto somebody else and punish them for something they never did. It's just, I don't know. I see it happening and I, it bothers me. And it's sad. It's really sad that, like I said, because these, these socially constructed rules just make people crazy. You know, it's, it's not that big of a deal. It really isn't. Society makes it a big deal. So since I'm talking about cheating, I want to kind of give you what I have found to be the least likely cheater denominator. And this is more for girls, like for guy cheaters, advice for girls, because I'm not too sure the other way around. Um, I think girls, it's pretty much like I was saying basically their past behavior and how they're treated you know if if they're being treated well and they're being fulfilled sexually and they don't have a history of cheating it's highly unlikely that they're going to they just you know it but you know are they being fulfilled sexually I don't know because we're raised not to be able to tell the truth because we don't want to hurt the fragile little male ego so that's a whole other situation But my advice to women looking for a man who's least likely to cheat, I have seen because I like a challenge. So I have, I know who is an easy target and who is a challenge. So I'll tell you who a challenge is. A challenge is a guy who is self-disciplined. He has his mind controls his body, not the other way around. 
This is someone who is usually physically fit, um, maybe involved in martial arts or, you know, works out regularly, has a strict diet, doesn't have any, you know, doesn't drink much, doesn't use any drugs. Somebody who has like master over their body is more likely to control their physical impulses. And I have specific experience with this kind type of person. This is what I think Joe Rogan is like. I bet you he would be a challenge. He seems like he would be faithful and it would be hard to get to him. I know I'm obsessed with Joe Rogan, but oh well, it's my podcast and I can be obsessed with him. But yeah, I see that in him. And you can tell like he's very, very self-disciplined. I think those are the safest bets because those are the hardest to get to. But I did get to one and I'm going to share that story with you. Okay, so a little story time. Uh, And this is the... I've been with a few married men in my life. Not a lot. Just a few. Um couple that had girlfriends but this one was the only one where I actually felt bad I really felt bad because I didn't intend for things to go the way they did neither one of us did so here's the deal um I knew this man he was probably about 10 years older than me and You know, we were both, like, attracted to each other, but he was married, and so we were just flirting. It was just funny. Like, it wasn't, we would just, like, play around about it. Like, it was never anything that we ever considered taking further than that. Uh, And he was everything that I just described. You know, he was uh, very self-disciplined, you know, very conscious of his health and his diet and and his marriage, like he was very, very self-disciplined. And I saw that as a challenge. Um, not that I ever like really tried to make it go anywhere, but I definitely flirted hard. That's for sure. Uh, and one night we went out as a group and he didn't really drink that much on a regular basis and he had a couple of drinks that night and so did I and we ended up getting a hotel room and hooking up obviously which was amazing definitely amazing but the next day he told me that he had never cheated on his wife before and you know never wanted me to speak of it like he just he felt like shit and that made me feel like shit like if I just I don't know I I felt bad for a long time about that one and I had never felt that way before I felt like I I don't, I guess because I'm, I feel like I made him feel bad, I guess. And, you know, I just told him, you don't, don't ever, ever tell her ever. I think people who make those kinds of mistakes, if, if it's not something that you, I mean, if you're not out there just fucking everybody and you do make a legitimate mistake, like I said, we were both very drunk and had we not been drinking, that would not have happened neither one of us planned it like that it would just was it, it was a stupid drunken mistake but if if you ever are in that situation the guilt makes you want to tell because you feel like you're hiding something and then that's worse and all of that which it is but telling is not going to gain anything 
If you made a mistake, it's over, it's done with, you're not going to do it again. Just keep it to yourself. The guilt eating at you, guess what? That's your punishment. Because telling them is just going to make them miserable and is not going to help anything. If anything, is just going to ruin your relationship over a mistake. And it's just not worth it. Never, ever tell. As someone who has found out and been told, I mean, at the same time, you have to make sure that no one can find out, too. Like, you can't tell your homeboy and then hope it didn't get around town. No. Like, you have to make sure nobody else knows about it, but then never tell. So, yeah, that's my story of... The one time I felt guilty for hooking up with a married man. Um, I guess the other times were like, well, when the first time I did that was with that 28-year-old guy when I was 16. So I was obviously stupid. And another time, like, there's always a reason. Like, something's up with their marriage. Like, they're not happy. They're not having sex. Like... Or, you know, the girlfriend is a bitch and I don't like her anyways. Or something like that. Like, so I just didn't have a reason to feel bad. But but that one, that one really got to me. And nothing ever happened with him ever again. And, you know, it, it sucked because it was awesome. But it, it just lives in the memories now. All right, so last thing I want to talk about is being sexually confident and having self-respect because I was watching Joe Rogan you know as I do of course and this chick was on there I don't even know who she was um and she started saying some shit that pissed me off so I'm gonna play that little part and uh say what I need to say about it especially daughters I do think I understand the gaming is different for boys and porn pornography and things like that and that whole trip of rewiring their brain and but I think with girls it's like how do you get them to under like get hear their own voice I don't know how they're going to get to a place where they I mean because every it's like this weird mishmash of like me too and then Never before have people objectified themselves more because they get that mm. that positive affirmation. Like I always say, if I put out really smart ideas, um, if I'm a young woman, oh, I have a thousand followers. Every shot is of my butt. I have ten million followers. So we have this mixed message going on, which is like, I'm angry. Me too. Treat me equal. Simultaneously, to I'm going to objectify myself in the most hardcore way more than in any time in history. With and spectacular I, results. And it's really, it blo for me as a female who's, who understands both those sides a little bit, um, I it kind of trips me out. Because yeah. I don't think you, like those girls, you know, playing that card and no violence should be done to you. And I agree with all of that. And no is no and all of that. But at a certain point, you know, like you've had Jordan Peterson on here many times. It's like, biological signaling it's like what, what like play aside at least and mm -hmm. also that that's that one side is super short-lived that's what I try to tell my girls I'm like yo listen if you're you know you're pretty girls it's great but if that's the card you're playing your card's done like by the time you're 30 35 it's done it's over um and you know unless you're like 40 and you marry a seven-year-old I don't know or whatever get into milf porn is that such a thing yeah yeah, but even that, it's like <laughs> they got to put a filter on it and like all that stuff. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? It's I like do. at no, a certain point, how do you get these girls to go, hey, stand up for yourself, be strong, but like, what are you doing? But look at all these people that are not doing that that are benefiting. I know, but it's yeah. getting them to understand how do you get a 13 year old to talk about the long game? Right. Yeah, I mean, everything's right. immediate, but for me, it's like. It's uh, culturally, I feel like I'm this weird mix of like the most, I came through at the most modern time, like women went to school and on scholarships and like we, we, there was no thought to being like strong, not really. Mm -hmm. And then, but then weirdly, it's like, I feel so kind of old fashioned when I see kind of this next thing. Cause I'm like, well, strong for me was something else. Strong was like, you were really 
physically strong, trying to have a strong mind, you know, strong basis of a person. And then, okay, then there was this other side, like your femininity, your sexuality, all this other stuff. And now it's like, I don't know. I, it's very interesting. Well, there's certainly a bunch of different kinds of people, right? And there's going to be people that gravitate towards objectifying themselves. There's yeah. going to be people that gravitate in this day and age towards, you know, you see a lot of people's pages. Are just okay, so I have a problem with this because tell me why it's women objectifying themselves. Why isn't it women exploiting men? That's what I don't ever understand. Uh, you know, like sex workers, it's always about, oh, men objectifying women, but I don't necessarily see it that way. I mean, I'm sure in some cases that that is what's happening, but to me, it's like you're exploiting men's desire to have sex with everyone um, to get their money, and it's the same thing with Instagram booty pics, like you're exploiting what men like to get the likes, to get more followers, to get money. You're gaining because what? I mean, it, I, so what? So you show your ass, it's just an ass and it's cute. And one day it's not going to be so cute. True. Well, you'll have lots of pictures to look back on now, won't you? Like, and I didn't, she was like, oh, is milf porn a thing? Hello, yeah, milf porn is a thing. Gilf porn is a thing. Like, I don't, I just feel like in the same breath, she turned around saying that they're more, that girls are more than their bodies and then turned around and told them, but once you're over 35, you're not going to matter. Physically anyways, which is not true. I mean... It depends on the person, I guess. You could let yourself go or whatever. And, you know, they're talking about the difference between having, you know, brains and booty. And I get that because, you know, my Instagram is full of sexuality facts and information and stuff like that. But I also have pictures with my tits basically out. And, yeah, those pictures get more followers and get more likes. But I don't care. I do both because I am both. You know, I'm sexual and I have a brain. So I do both. And if I guess I feel like girls should just be empowered to use both, use everything they have, all that they are, if that's what makes them feel comfortable and happy. Like, that's just how I am. I'm kind of a geek when it comes to human sexuality and I'm also a very sexual person so there you go that's my Instagram and however many followers I have is how many I have I guess you shouldn't be the thing should be is to teach girls not to do anything that they feel uncomfortable with to gain something you shouldn't sell sell out you know if you don't feel comfortable showing your butt on Instagram, you shouldn't do it just to get the likes. But if you feel confident in it and you like the way your butt looks, and then I don't see anything wrong with that. And I don't consider that objectifying yourself. It, it bugs me when a woman's sexuality is not her own. It's always what men think fuck that if you feel good about showing something that's all you has nothing to do with them like use their freaking use their likes get paid you know what i don't see the problem in that and i don't think that that's objectifying i think it's exploiting men but you know that's just me okay so before i get into answering some questions uh, I just want to talk about some questions I asked on my Instagram stories about why guys like older women. And most people said because of experience. And then it's just like, okay, well, yeah, duh. But what is it about the experience that's attractive? Because if you think about it, there isn't 
really, there's a reason for older women to like younger men. There's a reason for younger women to like older men. There's a reason for older men to like younger women. Biologically speaking, all like reproductive mating kind of stuff. But there's not really a reason for younger men to like older women because they're less likely to conceive. So, and their men are usually attracted to youth cues. So that's interesting to me is what's the drive there. But everybody's saying experience. Okay, so then I'm thinking, okay, why? Because they want to be taught things because it they think it will lead to them being better lovers and then that boosts their ego like they feel like they've gained that experience or maybe it's like a conquest kind of situation I don't know I find that kind of interesting it's interesting to think about unless they see it um maybe as almost like a mother nurturing kind of fetish like maybe they had a fantasy about a teacher you know when they were when they were young and you know they used to masturbate to it or something like that and so it's kind of stuck in their head as like a little bit of a fetish I don't know um but I'm very interested in that so if you are into older women and you have a better explanation than experience or you want to explain why experience is important um definitely send me a message or an email or whatever you want and let me know because I'm very curious I also asked about breast size because I get so many questions about penis size like dudes are seriously stressed about the size of their dick and they really need to not be so I was asking about the boobs because guys don't really care I mean yeah they like big boobs most of them do but they're not going to complain if they're not I mean they just most of them some guys are dicks yeah but you know my grandpa always said more than a handful is a waste and that's basically as long as they're there, they're cool with it. They're not, they're not complaining too much. Same thing with a penis. Like, we don't really care as long as it's, like, doing its job. It's not that big of a deal. But you guys, like, stress so hardcore on it. It just, it just amazes me. And I think that that's the same thing. Like, I'm always, I just, I'm obsessed with evolutionary psychology. I'm just obsessed with it. I feel like, you know, like, back in the caveman days we're sitting around like the campfire or whatever we're doing and I feel like men showed their penises they showed their erections to um assert dominance masculinity a larger penis um it gets closer to the cervix and has a better less of a distance to shoot to get the sperm up through the cer cervix and into the uterus and do its little travel to make a baby right like a smaller one has a harder time or more more girth is going to have um, more ability to create the suction to suck out previous men's sperm. So I think they're just more um, evolutionarily sound for reproduction purposes. So I think that's why it's like a symbol of masculinity, like I can get her pregnant better than you can kind of thing. And I think that's why men send dick pics that's my theory I don't know but I think that's why they're so obsessed I can't figure out any other reason why they would be because seriously girls do not care that much I mean it's the same thing like if a girl has big boobs you're like oh cool she has big boobs like that's hot well most girls will be like oh cool he has a big dick that's hot not me but a lot of other girls but it's really unless it's tiny it's really not an issue and even then, I don't think that's an issue. But yeah, a, a guy messaged me. Um, I'm not going to read his question for go in there and like actually read it. But he was basically just, I think, how did he put it? Like something like, uh, can you have hard sex with a small penis, I think? And I was like, what do you mean by hard? Like rough? And he was like, yeah, I guess. And I was basically just saying like, well, yeah, 
to me like it's the roughness of it is like the hip pounding part not necessarily the penis itself it's more like the thrusting um pressure and speed i guess which we don't all really like that either so i don't know why you're worried about that i told him you know if that's what your partner wants but and i said the only problem would be if it's really small it could slip out if you're doing that because you're not like focusing um and then he was like asking me questions about slipping out because it's not that big of a deal you just put it back in like it's it's fine and then he tells me he's six inches like dude six inches is extremely normal the average vagina is five and a half inches deep okay six inches is a very average normal sized penis you do not need to be bigger than that it's really unnecessary i just i cannot believe how stressed guys get about these things it's so weird to me okay let me see if there's any other questions i want to answer before we get out of here okay so someone's asking if sucking dick isn't good to me i don't really understand the question um no it's good i prefer not to with a larger penis because it makes your jaw tired it you can't, you're gagging it's like all a mess like you can do it for like two minutes and then you're tired and it's too much work smaller ones all day long perfectly fine then it's fun there's room to maneuver you're not watering your eyes and like hurting your jaw um but no i like giving oral i don't know except for balls i don't like balls a lot of people do i do not i wish they would just shrivel up and die i just i don't know i mean i guess if somebody like i just don't think i don't really know what to do with them like i mean i know what to do with them but i just don't in the moment and i feel like they're just odd and unattractive i don't know i just it's just not something that i desire to uh play around with i don't get i just don't get them anyways so i think that's it it's getting late and it's easter and i have to get ready for church now so yeah um but uh i do have so we had some situation changes in my home and now we have an spare bedroom that my husband and I are going to use for he's going to game in there and um I'm going to set up podcast studio in there so now I have the room I actually have a desk to put my computer on and I just have to figure out how to make it kind of soundproof and uh get some freaking equipment uh so yeah I did uh what's it called i did create an amazon wish list if anybody wants to um help me out in that department be a sugar daddy hmm, hmm? anyone um but yeah uh so i'm just gonna start getting things little at a time and what else was i gonna say i don't know maybe that was all so be sure to rate and follow and review or whatever you do on itunes for the podcast so that people can notice it or something and um i'll link everything i'll link that uh sex and society podcast and the joe rogan one on the show notes at the shawnawilliams.com follow me on instagram that's where i'm the most active i did just uh, post my snapchat on my instagram but i'm like seriously hardly ever on snapchat so it's kind of pointless uh but yeah and join patreon if you want for a dollar 
Um, unless I already said that. I don't know. I'm tired. I've been up since 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah. So, anyways, thanks guys for listening. I'll try to keep on track as long as there's no more family drama and I'll post pictures of my little studio setup as I go along and eventually once I get everything set up in there then I'll probably start doing video with the audio um, so I'll be putting some of those on YouTube probably not the whole thing so it's like a pain in the ass but at least a little bit anyways yeah okay I'm going All right bye Shauna.